Wait. Stone stopped when he saw the inside of the cell. Did I tell you to stop walking? The guard said. The guard continued yelling and shoved Stone to the ground. The cold concrete slammed against his face. Stone didn't have time to curse at the guard before the door flew shut and locked. The hole was a lonely place. Twenty-three hours of lockdown. One hour of outside yard time and four times smaller than the yard. Most of the time they didn't even let you outside for the day. It wasn't a choice for someone in the hole to make. All your rights were gone. The guards were like demons from another world. They had no souls and no empathy. Imagine an old concrete room, six by six, with two bunks, no sheets, two fifty-year-old dirty mattresses that stank like hell, and one combination steel sink and toilet. This building housed the Japanese during World War II. They hated those people. You could see the years of blood, piss, and shit that stained the floor. The walls were wet with sewage that drained from the floor above. The metal door was solid, but had two slits, one for cuffing inmates' legs and one for their wrists. You got three meals a day, but the food got thrown into the cell. Some of it ended up on the floor. It was grimy slop that a dog wouldn't even eat, but it was all one had. They had windows, however, that let in a cool breeze but they were high and small, so you could look at the unmoving color blue. The one way you could tell what time it was by that tiny window. All you could do in the room was imagine what was going on on the outside. Now and then, you would get birds who were welcome, visitors. Some guys even talked to them out of loneliness. They would put you in an unwashed yellow jumpsuit that smelled of death and gave you one t-shirt and one pair of boxers. You can use that to hang yourself, the guard said. The guard threw a t-shirt at Stone. Most guys rather do that, he said. Stone didn't doubt that a lot of men did that thing. The hole was a place Stone couldn't even have imagined. Spending more than a week in there, how could a man keep his sanity? Stone sat on the thin sheets staring at the wall. He had counted every tile, every crack, and every smudge he could find in the room. The guards would take bets on who would make it and who wouldn't. It was a nasty, inhumane thing to do, but then again, the guards were scum. They would let you out to shower once a week. The guards didn't care if you pissed your pants. They wouldn't let you clean yourself more than once. They would handcuff your hands behind your back and cuff your feet in chains. They shouted shower day and told you to get naked and turn around so they could cuff you. You walked in humiliation, naked to the shower room. They would hose you off with a giant water hose. Then they would throw buckets of hot soapy water onto your body, not caring if it burnt you or not. The guards tried to make it uncomfortable as possible as to not let you enjoy anything in this place. They would even piss in the buckets before they tossed them on you if you caused them any trouble. The first time Stone went through the experience, he made the mistake of flinching away from the heat of the water. Damn, damn, that is fucking hot, Stone said. Oh, what, you don't want to shower? 
one guard said. We'll make sure you don't get one next week. Stone tried to explain it was because of the water, but it pissed the guard off more to a point where he shut off the hose and announced Stone was done. He got led back to his cell, still covered in soap. Stone put his disgusting clothes back on and lied down on his bed, writhing in his wet clothes. The next week, he got skipped for a shower, despite Stone's awkward attempts to beg. I need to stay positive so these guys don't kill me, I thought. Stone got up off the bunk and sat on the floor Indian style. He practiced breathing techniques he had learned years earlier. He meditated on his situation.